welcome back to the Timbers from the Spot podcast. My name is Jeremy. And I'm Tyler. And it was a very interesting week for the Portland Timbers. Yeah, to say the least. Very uh, chaotic. All right, home stretch, I guess. I think everybody expected a lot better. I think we definitely expected a lot better. I I, ex- I was kind of like, I was fine with four points, but this wasn't the four points in the way I was expecting. Yeah. I was expecting three against San Jose and one against Salt Lake. Definitely, definitely. But and I, I think we should have probably won that San Jose game too. Is yes. Would be what I would say. Um, and Gio said that too after the game. Um, yeah, so let's run through the lineups for that game on Wednesday. Um, we are Clark and goal. This is actually the best team that we've had in a while, I'd say. Yeah. Um, so we got Clark and goal. You got Van Rankin, Maviala, Tulioma, Bravo. Seems like Bill has taken over Frisbee Park at this point. Uh, as of Wednesday, this is what yeah. I think we were predicting. Um, then we got Diego Char, Fochive, Paredes. Uh, to note, we got the interesting switch to the four-three-three, um, with all three of them sitting in the middle there. I think the it was more of a holding with Fochive, and then Diego Chara and Paredes just a little bit above them. But they also yeah. kind of rotated on that because they're all CDMs and can yeah, play that yeah. spot. But actually, I kind of liked. Um, Chara pushing forward more. Yeah. Um, it was almost like he was playing Cam, yeah, with him and Paredes when in the attack. It was more of a like a four one two three in attack, mm-hmm. I guess you could say, and then a four two three in defense. Um, yeah, and then you got Mora, Espria, uh, Jimmy out wide. Fantastic lineup. Um, obviously missing Williamson. He was in the lineup, or he's in the get in the um, in the team. He's on the bench. But, I mean, the biggest glaring omission as soon as the lineup came out is everyone was going, where's where's Abobasi? Oh, yeah. What's happening? What's wrong? And then it was just reported that Abobasi got traded to San Jose. And I thought it was a joke. Yeah. I thought, I was like, oh, ha, 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 that's very (laughs) funny. Why would we do that? I mean, it doesn't make sense. He's got all these rumors for, what, two years now going on just about. Yeah. Of him going to Europe, getting these huge transfers. I mean... It's just not... I mean, it was the slow start to the season. Yeah, I guess, but I don't see that warranting a move to San Jose for Bobasi. Yeah. I think it's a not the best move for him right now. Uh, this is an okay San Jose team. You're going into a smaller market. I I don't know. I don't think it's the right move for him. and I don't, He doesn't even want to. He didn't want to. Yeah. Um, Who would want to? I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's something coming from Portland where he's one of our best goal scorers realistically when he's in form, and he's getting back into form too. Yeah, um, basically his goal there should just be to get in form for a Europe move because I mean for now you get to play with Cade Cowell, who's a growing star, but yeah. Cade Cowell is going to be gone in one or two years oh, off would, to Europe I somewhere. Think he's still only seventeen, yeah. Um, who I guess we can point out too was he was a standout player I think for San Jose in this game. Yeah. Um, but his yeah, pace really hurt the back line. Yeah, definitely. And his physicality, too. There was, there was one point. He was dribbling from half. He ran. He had about three Timbers midfielders. I think it was like Chara, Fochive, maybe uh, Moros. I don't know. There was like three guys that were trying to grab him, taking him down, and he just ran through all of them. Yeah, like it was. It was... He, yeah. Uh, crazy for a 17-year-old guy mm-hmm. playing at this level. But, uh, yeah, I just don't see this going as well for Bobasi as if he just stayed in Portland. Yeah. I mean, but. let's break down the logistics of this trade. And, you know, looking at it very deeply, Portland didn't play him in his right spot. We had Mora and Niascota, and they said that was because they were preparing for an Abobasi Europe move, and that didn't happen because of the slow start to the season. No Europe clubs. The interest kind of died down, especially with COVID. Nobody really wanted to spend money on an MLS person that, you know, that is not 
one of the 19 or 20 year olds that are yeah. moving to and he's like not, Serie A or whatnot. Not fully proven yet, I guess you could yeah. say, compared to some of these other guys, yeah. But I mean, it's it's just like, I mean, he was such a loved player. He was Timber's Army Player of the Year last year. And, you yeah. know, it sucks when players like that leave and, you know, everybody will say it's just a business and it is, but there's also like, there's a bit of tough feelings behind it. Just everyone's sad to see him go, but it's good for him to get more playing time at the nine. It's good for us to get a little bit of money, 1.167 in yeah, general that's, allocated that's a good amount, yeah. allocated money, 600,000 of which will be this year, 500,000 mm -hmm. next year. This money can be used, I'm hoping, to reduce one of the DP's contracts yeah, and then good. sign a center back DP. I think that, yeah, center back that's exactly sure what I was thinking might team. be happening. Yeah. It could also be a little bit of money for the Moreno signing as well, who mm -hmm. we have yet to see on the bench for yeah, some which, reason. Uh, well, I think for now it's his visa is the issue. That's what I was um, thinking. But I've seen reports um, as early as Seattle on Sunday, as late as Seattle the next time in mm -hmm. Seattle. So within the next couple of weeks he'll be ready. Yeah. Um, which also, I mean, you pointed out too, that could be a reason behind the scenes for this Obobese move. I mean, you got Moreno coming in, you got all these forwards, you got Jimmy Chara. I mean, it's tough to see at this point if, I mean, Obobese is still a starter in my eyes, but going forward, he's going to get significantly less minutes yeah. with these many high quality attackers in the team. And mm -hmm. I mean, Blanco. Um, he gets 45 minutes in this last game. After 30 ourselves. minutes on Wednesday, yeah, so, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he was starting on Sunday yeah, that's what against I was Seattle. Yeah. I'm really hoping for I, that. That would be insane. <laughs> A return against Seattle, who took him out. Yeah, that would yeah. be fantastic at home. But, uh, yeah, I just think, I mean, I obviously wish above see the best, but tough to see him go. Yeah, watch his game tonight against LAFC. Yeah, definitely be watching Hopefully, hopefully he starts. I would, I, I would assume he has to start. start. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think he actually might have shown up to that game not knowing that he had been transferred. Yeah. Because he was at the game and he stayed after and he said bye to the Army, said bye to all the coaching staff, all the players and everything, which is really cool. But I I think he was just completely blindsided. And so was Gio. I mean, everybody in this situation was kind of blindsided. Yeah, um, it was crazy. Yeah, Gio yeah. was like, I. he's like, yeah, sometimes general management makes a move you don't approve of, but some it's just got to happen. And I think... You know, you can call them money hungry. Yes, they need. They kind of need to be yeah. at right now. Yeah. COVID has hit everybody hard. Mm -hmm. Everybody has to make a one, one or two tough decisions. You know. Yeah. And again, it hurts to see a Bobasi leave, but there's not many other players we would sell. Mm -hmm. I guess you wouldn't want to sell Williamson because he's in a position that you know is not very flush. Yeah. And or I think flush with bench players, but not with starting high-level caliber yeah. players like him. Yeah. You don't want to get rid of... You don't. You, you obviously have your DPs that you can't get rid of. You have... You, there's really nobody else to yeah, sell. there's nobody else of a Bobasi's level that's going to be able to get us any kind of profit out of this situation. Yeah. So I can understand in that case. And I think, I mean, if Fescoda is going to be back this next week, the week after, it's tough to see a Bobasi getting a lot of minutes. Um, I guess I, I, he'd still play over like a Spree or a Maria at this point. But when it's I don't even know about Aspria. Aspria is looking incredible. Yeah, he has been. In, yeah, so I. Yeah, I don't know. Tough, but it is what it is, I guess. Sure. Um. So yeah, let's get into the game a little bit. Um. I thought the San Jose game we dominated the game. 
some of the worst refereeing I think I've ever seen. Which oh, I think yeah. We've said Very that, poor. what, this is the third time this season at home that we've said that now? Yes. Uh, the refereeing but, was, Alan Chapman was yeah, terrible. Legitimately some of the most inconsistent lack of control I've ever seen in a game. Yeah. Um, that, I, I just don't, I don't see that. He is lucky he was not staying in Portland. That is for sure. Uh, I think he, he had a lot of security leaving the stadium that night. Uh but I mean, yeah, every single in the second half, especially everything he was calling this, the stadium was just erupting. Like it was bad. Yeah. on um, Diego Chara's second yellow, which first off his first yellow was his 90th yellow card ever. Wow. But this was only his second, second yellow, which wow. is crazy. He, shows, he is very disciplined. Like, yeah. And the crazy thing is too, like he gets his first yellow when he, what he always says is like, he doesn't change how he plays. He's just disciplined in the fact that he's not going to get that second yellow. You know? Yeah. And I do not believe that it's a second yellow. No. He, There's no he way. gets the ball and then just kind of ends up rolling down on, you know, Ewell's foot. And well, that's what just... What supposed to do? He's, he can't do anything except, like, hop on one leg to get over Ewell. There's just nothing yeah. that is possible for him to do. Like, okay, if the ref here... If Chapman wants to give this foul, give him a free kick, okay. But to give him a second yellow here, like, I, yeah... I don't know. That's that's a tough one. Uh, yeah, nobody in the stadium approved of that one. That's for sure. Yeah, on the <laughs> on the broadcast, oh, yeah. the boos were incredible yeah, after the game was no, over. It was loud, and, and then there was a little scrum afterwards as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Everyone was getting it. into it. Mabiala got carded. I think there were a lot of other cards yeah. passed out, but this I mean, one, this is on this only shows two, yeah. but there were way more than two and cards. Passed while you out. like, you don't like to see that necessarily. Gio had a good point in his presser after, just saying like it shows that they care. You know, yeah, like they want these three points out of this game. Realistically, you should have had three points out of this game. So it shows that the team cares, and again, it's not a great draw. Yeah, especially with Steve Clark also getting injured. Oh yeah, and yeah. also having a terrible mistake. Yeah, at least yeah, to the first yeah, it was goal. not his best game, that's for sure. I mean, uh, this this just not just slips right through. Just didn't go. Drops. It just wasn't a good night overall. Yeah. The Abobasi trade and then everything that happens and Moore it's, gets a decent goal, but yeah, Tui Loma gets a nice assist yeah, with a little flick yeah, on of the header, yeah. and then Moore does a great job to just be there and tap it in. Yeah, and I mean, again, we're mentioning this almost every game now, but Valeri's out of the lineup. Char's captain again. I mean. Again, and we're going to get to it in this next game, too, against Salt Lake. I mean, Valeri, again, doesn't start. Yeah, and Valeri only gets, set up like, 10 minutes in this one. Yeah, so I, he's the super sub, I think, is what my thing... At, at this point, I can't see any other way to see this. Because that's two games in the week where he's had plenty of rest. He could have easily started in this game on Saturday. Yeah. There's a whole week, another more than a week rest, and until Seattle at home. So... I think that means Valeri's moving to the bench. Yeah, if he doesn't start, especially that uh, that Seattle game, then he's definitely, like, you know, in that super sub role. Yeah, for sure. I think if Blanco is able to start for that game, I think Valeri does not start. Yeah. Yeah, I think Blanco probably gets 60 against I think Seattle. Good, which at that point just started. Yeah, exactly. Or, like, well, if he gets 60, he has to start. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, you don't have I, to start, but it'd just be a weird... That'd be a weird split. First half first, sub. Yeah, 30 minutes in, that's not yeah. happening, yeah. Um, I would love to see that. Uh, but let's get into this Salt Lake game first. Um, oh, and really quickly, the San Jose game, um, the, the broadcast told a really funny story about uh, Chofis. Said that his uh, his teammates in, like, club ball mm -hmm. named him Chofis because Chofis is the uh, 
is like for like also means like Sophia the name mm-hmm. and so he apparently looked like one of his teammates girlfriends who was named Sophia <laughs> so they called him that oh and he kept the name that's so, yeah <laughs> and it's on the back of his jersey that's pretty funny that's so, that like, is pretty funny insulting by everyone else and then he <laughs> just he like just, dominates he just it, it yeah. you know hey fair play to him <laughs> he takes that on yeah and uh, also, we should mention, when Ivacic comes in for Clark, that was his home debut. And he played very well, Yeah, actually, I thought. Yeah, and then he so, plays even better in this Salt Lake he game. He is the man of the match for me in yes. the Salt Lake game. Yeah. Very close sure. second is Dairon Espria. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that one save that he had was insane off yeah. the line. I mean, he basically like, dislocated his shoulder, it looked like, mm-hmm. but stayed in. But, I mean, yeah, he had a heck of a game. Um, he's my man of the match for sure. Uh Let's run through the lineup on this. Yeah. Uh, you have Ivacic, Van Rankin, Zuparik is in, Tui Loma, who is captain. Bill. Bravo. You have Luria, Fochive, Paredes, uh, Jimmy Tara, Felipe Moore, and Dairon Espria. This was another 4-3-3 holding with Fochive in at the pivot with Jimmy Tara and Paredes in the midfield with him. And then Luria, Mora, and Espria yeah. at I the mean, top three. They list it as the 4-3-3, but I would argue that Jimmy slides into that 10 role. A little bit more. I think on defense it is the four three three one, but then on yeah. offense Jimmy gets. But it's back into that four two three one. Up front attacking. and yeah, off, the attack looked incredible. It was very in nice, and all, the defense was pretty nice in this game too. There was some well, a little shaky at times, well, but the second well, goal was. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah, but for stretches, the back line and at the end of the game. Yeah. <laughs> so well, well, we had six defenders in the end of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we literally had a ball in the middle yeah. of the field. I mean, basically. the stats yeah. are. We lost by we lost twenty three shots to thirteen shots. Uh, we had three shots on target to their nine. We had thirty five percent possession. We less. We had almost half the amount of passes. Um, we had. They had fourteen corners and we had one. That We've is, had bad corner ratios, but this has bad. to be our that worst. Is bad. And this is the majority of the game, too, because uh, at halftime, it was also very similar stats. I took I took a picture of the uh, halftime stats. Let me just let me find it here real quick. I know. It was in the 30s for percentage. Yeah. Salt Lake had 12 shots to R3, 5 on target to R2, 63% possession. Yeah. So it's basically... So they gained 2 more percent possession, got 11 more shots, and 4 more on target, while we got 10 more shots, but only 1 more on target. Yeah. But hey, that one went in. But so. yeah, and honestly, three shots on target, three goals. It didn't look like that though. I think you look at this game on paper like that, and look at the stats, and you think, oh, how did we win this game? But if you watch the game, I don't think it felt like that. Perfectly. Yeah, all of their shots were really just like, or most of their shots not on target were at the end where they were just firing shot after shot trying yeah. to get something. Like even when we were up three one, it didn't feel like oh they could be winning right now. Like, the 3-1 felt like a solid 3-1 lead. Yeah. It didn't feel like that's a lucky three goals that we scored here. They yeah. haven't scored five of their chances. Yeah, going into halftime, I knew we needed to score when it was 2-1. I knew we needed to score at least one more to get the win because I knew Salt Lake was going to score a second. Yeah. You had the feeling they were going to score at least one more, but you didn't have the feeling, really, at least until the end, that they were going to score two. Yeah. And, uh... I want to go through some individual performances because I thought Bravo actually had a very good game. Bravo was incredible last yeah. night. Um, I, well, I mean, honestly, yeah. I just really quickly on Bravo. I mean, this is this comes from watching him play for the Argentinian team in the Olympics. Yeah. This dude attacks anyone. Oh yeah. With the ball, if he's attacking you, if you have the ball, he's attacking you. 
he does not care. He will attack you. Yeah. He'll win the ball and then he'll attack someone else. Yeah. This was the Bravo. And then he loses the ball and then immediately attacks you. Yeah. I mean, th this is the Bravo that we've been expecting to see, and I think he's finally he's reached. He's his, he's, he's wonderful to now. watch. He had four and, interceptions yeah. and eight tackles. I can see Gio's been talking about how this is the player the Bravo can be, and now this is how we're seeing him on the field, and it's great because he is playing very yeah. well. Yeah, he had more interceptions and tackles than the rest of the back line combined. Wow, and he's is he leader? He's got to be up there still for leader in tackles in the league because he was going into. Uh, couple weeks ago yeah i mean with missing oh, quite a few games i i don't know but i will look up right now but i mean yeah, yeah. yeah as you said Zupar i think the zuparic two loma back line was a little better than the maviala yeah yeah two loma back line i thought yeah i thought uh i thought they all had good game like yeah there was shaky moments but i don't think anybody in the back line had a bad game yeah I thought uh, it probably it helped Bill to be captain in this game. I think for his confidence mm -hmm. as well, um, which actually I was surprised. I think that for sure shows for me that he has beat out Zuparic because he's playing with Zuparic, and Zuparic's not the captain. When yeah. In the past, Zuparic has been the captain without Larry and Chara. Mm -hmm. So, I think for me that means that Bill would start at this point either with Zuparic or Mobiala. Yeah. Uh, which I like. I mean, if Bill's been playing really good, so. I mean, of course, he's just giving the business all season yeah. all around the park. And he gets another, uh, gets a couple minutes in CDM again uh, at the very end when McGraw comes in. So, all around. Fochi, yeah. they played really well. Yeah. Paredes played really well in attack. A little bit shaky in defense sometimes, yeah, but bit. his attack looks good. Laria was, he was, he was helpful for, I think it was the first goal. And then other than mm -hmm. that, he wasn't bad. He was just quiet. Yeah, so I think that's yeah. why Blanco came in for him because you obviously could not take out Dairon Espria. No, Dairon Espria. Yeah. Woo he was making moves all over the place. Yeah. If that man scores early, the team has to cower yeah. the rest of the Actually, game. that was honestly a good move. I think putting him on that pen. I was. I was. I was surprised. When he was stepped up to take that pen, I did not know what was going to happen. He could have blasted it out oh, of the yeah. stadium. Oh, I would not yeah. have been surprised. Was, yeah. He could have panicked. I would not have been surprised. <laughs> I but, was half expecting a Paneka, just with how, like, Dyrone is. I was kind of surprised, actually, at how calm he was, and he just slotted it in. Yeah. It was not a Dyrone penalty. If that's, yeah, if that's a little more to the left, it's safe, but it was just perfectly in the right spot yeah. where the keeper couldn't get to it. Fair I'm very play. surprised Mora did not take it. And you could see both Mora and Espria were huddling around the spot when the time came. Oh, yeah, and I'm sure Mora wanted it. Yeah. I mean, he's a striker. And then Dyrone's like, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and you put it in. So I will like, continue to be the leading scorer. Any day we can get a backflip celebration in Providence Park, we'll take it. Yeah, and then Mora scored beautiful goal, which we'll talk about in just a second, yeah. and then also did really well in hold-up play yeah. as well. Jimmy Chara also has an incredible and goal. assist by, uh, by Espria as yeah. well. And, I mean, the whole, the, the front three were cooking. Today. Oh, yeah. That, the, the attack and then Blanco the comes so... in and cooks more. Oh, my incredible. God. Incredible. Yeah. Blanco, I mean, every single time he comes into the game, he's the best player. Absolutely the insane. Like, I, it, it's insane. Like, if he can be starting next week, I... Yeah, that would be fantastic. Because, yeah. I mean, he comes in, that ball that he played was beautiful. Nobody, I mean, there's multiple times in the game where he plays balls that guys just don't expect. Because yeah. they're like, how can he But more expected it, and that was yeah. lovely. But there was, like, a specifically one in the corner Look, where Bravo yeah. was making a run, and he stopped his run because he was like, there's no way Blanco's going to play this ball. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. remember that. And, and if Bravo would run, he would have gotten if he, the yeah, ball. Yeah, if he kept going, he would have And right Blanco played run. it, and it was perfect. Yeah, and it's like, how does he even see that? I don't, it, it's insane. Mm -hmm. And he just doesn't lose the ball either. And there was that one, too, he comes in. And it's the aggression that shows because he's uh, 
I think it was one of the center backs. Uh, it was definitely one of the center backs for Salt Lake. At like the halfway mark, he's dribbling up, and Blanco just runs through him and wins the ball. And I think he got a yellow card on that because he pulls Blanco down because yeah. that would have been a goal. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's just oh yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, Let just me... all around. I think Blanco. that was was that Aaron Herrera? I think so. Maybe. Yeah, because yeah. it was on the right. I mean, yeah, it, it was, was right back. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, all around Blanco out of it. Everybody had a good Yeah. Well, I mean, talking about the fire, at the end of the San Jose game, he was getting up in dude's face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful about that. Was he, yeah, he, he said, he was like, come come outside. He was oh, like, come yeah, meet me outside yeah. after the game. No, same with the, <laughs> same with the refs, too. Short little Blanco boys. He's, he's <laughs> yeah. talking to folks. Hey, oh, hey, I'm not fighting with Blanco. I'm not fighting with Blanco, <laughs> yeah. either. I'm, <laughs> I'm like half a foot taller than this guy, and I'm, ter- yeah. I'm terrified. <laughs> yeah. I don't want that smoke. No, no. If a, if a short person is confident in their fighting abilities, if they're like, if they're challenging you and they're short, they've got hands. I would be you're, scared. You're, if Sebastian Blanco was coming at me, I am scared. Yeah. For sure. Whether it's on the field or not, it does not matter. And you're like the same height as him. No, isn't he 5'6? Is he? Oh, he's, he's short. He's well, really that's right. Short. He's even that short. That's in, that's insane. Then I'm a, like a foot taller than him. Yeah, no, I think he's 5'6. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, 5'6. Jeez, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible. In, uh, we can't confirm Bravo was still the leading or tied the, for the top in tackles, but yeah. he has played four less games yeah, than the guy he was tied with. Too. So, which is insane. Kubo? Yeah, okay. yeah, Kubo. But he is insane. Yeah. Uh, we should point out Bravo actually. almost got a goal tonight oh, or last I night. To get that I wanted him to get that, yeah. but it was just if it was on the opposite side of the field and he could have played with his left and a little chip over yeah, the yeah, keeper, yeah. he would have gotten it. Was it a but tough spot, he had to but... use his right, and I, I mean, his right is good, but not as strong as his left. Yeah. And I, I wanted that for him so bad, but luckily it didn't matter. Yeah, luckily, luckily. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it was it was uh, the last what ten, fifteen, probably ten, including uh, including the added time. Once they got their second goal, and then wow, so they got their second goal right as we were about to go defensive. Yeah. Which, at that point, it's like, okay, we're going to sit in for these last 10 minutes, mm-hmm. no matter what, because we have no more attack. And, I mean, Valeria comes into the game late, uh, so I guess that added to the attack a little bit. But, I mean, there was once we had that five and six in the back, it was like, we are literally going to sit in here and let them attack and hope that they don't score. Yeah. He, and they didn't, luckily. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, he threw in all four center backs. Yeah, and then moved Bill happened. up to CDM. But it was basically six. I mean, it, or seven yeah. almost, because you got the three sitting in the middle. You still got uh, Bravo and Van Reichen out wide, and then you got Bill sitting in there with Fochive still. Was it or no? Was it Fochive that stayed in? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Bill and Fochive are still just sitting in there. So it's and then Paredes seven. is kind of just playing a little bit above them, yeah. also playing defense. Yeah. It was literally like. And then uh, it's win the ball and then just kick it. Yeah. Just get it out. Well, at the end when the keeper came forward for them. Uh, it was literally Paredes was alone going forward trying to score that one. And then we tried to put it ahead to Blanco and then just barely. And then the yeah. keeper, smart play to the keeper. He immediately, he di- instead of keeping trying to run back, he dives in on Paredes and wins the ball and saves yeah. what yeah, would yeah. have been an easy goal because yeah. Paredes hopefully makes that pass hopefully. and then Bravo puts it home. Yeah. But uh, and that would have ended the game yeah. easily. Yeah. But I mean, let's quickly talk about the second goal because as good as the third goal was, the, second, the third goal was excellence of two players the second goal was a team beautiful team builder, beautiful yeah. team goal ben rankin sprinting down the wings with it putting into loria loria gives a great pass to a cutting espria and then espria just does a lovely little layoff to jimmy who I mean, the keeper does not doesn't even, even move. move what's he gonna do just yeah. fires yeah. it into top left beautiful beautiful that is what we need to see 
Yeah, I mean, is just fluid. It's good that Esprit is fi figuring out how to score when it's not the playoffs, yeah. but he's assisting now too. He is that. Yeah. He had the assist to Mora in Minnesota. Espria is, it's going to be tough to take him he's out of this Yeah, I mean, if you're Gio, I don't know. That just makes it even harder now with all these guys coming back. Like, Yeah, luckily Moreno probably right still has one or two games until he's like, because if he has a visa problem, he's not practicing with us yet. So he doesn't no, really know even, like our stuff. So. The fact of the matter is Espria still has a few games of him and Jimmy yeah. and more of the top three. I mean, I, he's got to get beat out, though, at this point by Moreno. I th you can't throw Moreno into this lineup without him playing better than Espria. Yeah. For me. Uh, I think he's got to get a couple substitute minutes and show that he really can have a huge impact, kind of like how Blanco comes into the game and you can see instantly. Yeah. He's got to have some moments like that where it's like, okay, maybe he can start over Because, I mean, the thing is, Espria can also be an amazing super sub. Yeah. Because the thing is, he's not a he's not a 90-minute player. I, I think that's that's quite obvious. Yeah. Because he's not yeah. a 90-minute player, and he probably won't be, and that's fine. I mean, but for he, 60, you can have him for 60 minutes, you can have him just run and run and run yeah, and run. Yeah, that's what he does. Or you can have him come in for the last 30 minutes, mm -hmm. and he's completely, like, fit to run at... Yeah. Like a tired team. Yeah. And that's also line. wonderful. That, yeah. So he has a lot of different roles he can play in this team, for sure. Uh, I hope that he keeps getting significant minutes. Yeah. Yeah. He's our second highest goal scorer and also our second highest assister. So. Wow. That's pretty good. There's a, yeah, that was more six. Yeah. yeah. Mora is also in great form. Mora is in fantastic form, yeah. After I mean, that was a Chile. lovely, that was an incredible finish yeah, he had. Got, I think it's got to be a goal. For that third league. goal. Yeah, just because sure. of the pass and then the goal. I mean, how does he, like, controls it with his back to the goal and then turns around and hits it so yeah. it perfectly slots past the well, keeper. Well, the funny thing is he probably could have hit it with his left, but I like that he hit it with his right because it looked cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Things we love to see. Yeah. I mean, four goals in his last five games. He, and he is on a tear right now. Yeah. And that one game he got 30 minutes Which, in. Which, so. I mean, again, so it's like you got Neskota coming back. How are you supposed to... The good thing is, is then you can easily work Neskota back in. Oh, You can yeah. Just, yeah. Just, just ooze him I mean, he's got 10 minutes, 15. Just yeah, the just the Blanco in. way. 10, 15, yeah, and 20, no setbacks. 15, 20, 30. I really hope he's back next week. Yeah. yeah. I mean, on the field, he looks, looks really good. Yeah. And the fact that He's been able to play thirty and then forty five in in well, two and with a two day rest. And now he's got a whole eight days. Yeah. That's quite at home. That's quite nice. That'd be so nice to see. I think. Yeah. Um also this was the first game we don't see Blake Bottomley off the bench in coming in. a long time, actually. Yeah. I mean Bravo's back, you know. You don't need him. Yeah, that's the end of the bond train. So Could sad. be it. It was that. It was the yeah. It was the San Jose game with Bravo back. There's no yeah. need for him anymore. Yeah, I mean when Bonilla has been playing, he's been playing at that left back. Mm -hmm. But now, don't need him. Rest, so, in, rest in peace, Blake Bottley. the ball. I'm sorry, man. See ya. And uh, we didn't even have a full bench this game. Yeah, didn't need it. But uh, because Williamson, we forgot to mention, is mm -hmm. also oh, was yeah. not in the squad, and everyone was freaking out. Yeah. Oh, Again, I was, I, yeah. if we had traded Williamson too, I think I might have cried. At that point, that's uh, that's a reason to protest a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, but just just health and safety protocols, and you could tell it wasn't a positive test for Williamson. Otherwise, more players would have been out and whatnot. Yeah, so just I'm sure. It'll be but fine. I mean, you could see all the players walked out with masks on, mm -hmm. which hasn't happened. Before, Gio had yeah. to wear a mask whenever he approached the fourth official. Yeah. 
And so that means someone, like one of his friends, tested positive. Yeah. So and just, hopefully uh, Williamson does not test positive. That would suck because that means that a lot of guys could miss Seattle. Yeah. So that would be really bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, if Williamson does not test positive, then we will see him back for Seattle. And our Seattle team will look very nice. That is going to be the best team of the season by far. Yeah. Especially with Blanco starting. Yeah. And I at this point, I'm going to trust Ivicic because Ivicic had a fantastic game. A fantastic two games. Yeah. So I'm going to trust him going into Seattle at this point. Mm-hmm. I think I would have been a little shaky if he only got those couple of minutes and then he had an okay game against mm-hmm. Salt Lake. But seeing how he played in both those games, uh, I feel confident with him going in against yeah. Seattle. And Gio said that Clark shouldn't be out for too long, which I don't know, whatever that means. He didn't He yeah. didn't go into specifics about it. But do we do we need Clark back if Eva Chips keeps playing like this? I mean, right is my question. Know. Yeah, right now, I don't think I so. Mean, I mean, think, I think Clark is looking at these performances and kind of shaking in his boots a little bit yeah, because yeah. of the fact that we, like, even this is what Eva Chich was for the entire time was yeah. the Clark replacement. Mm. And Clark probably figured he had a season or two before he was actually replaced. But, I mean, if Eva Chich continues to play like this, yeah. it might the time is now. I mean, yeah, we got another uh, Adnella situation on our hands. Injury, Clark came in, played good, took over. Eva Chich, this is what Eva Chich was coming to do. Mm-hmm. Brought him to do realistically. And he's so I mean, much younger. Yeah, so I mean, nothing against Clark, obviously. Yeah. The man, but if Ivichich can keep up these good performances, then you, you got to do what's best. So. Yeah. Going into this game against Seattle, it's obviously a huge game. It's a derby game. We want to get revenge. Yeah. For the and, last time they beat us. Oh, if Blanco plays in this game, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you know. This is still a very hurt-ish Seattle squad. They got the Roldan brothers back mm-hmm. after the Gold Cup. Yeah. They still have Rui Diaz, who we know can score at any time. They have Freddie Montero. They have Jao Paulo. But, you know, this they have Lodero on the bench. They have Brad Smith back. They've, they've got their some of their people back. They're not going to be starting five teenagers like no, they did. No. But this is, yeah, I this is a time, though, that they are vulnerable. Yeah. Into Seattle is slipping. Right we are going up. They are going down. And I think coming into Providence Park, that place is going to be loud. And I, I it's got to be a good performance. Yeah, they're coming off of a last-second winner, or not winner, draw. draw with FC Dallas, which you never want to have that result. Dallas a late draw against that's Dallas. A, that's basically a loss. But, I mean, Dallas, actually, like Dallas is on fire right now. Yeah. But they are unbeaten in, in their last four Okay. Yeah. with three wins and a draw. But I just think in that situation, that no matter who you're playing, when you're Seattle, loss. when yeah. you're Seattle too. But like if you're playing, if you're winning the whole game and then, or for a good amount yeah. of the game, and then they score a last minute draw. Well, I yeah, mean, Seattle's only has one win in their last five games, or only has four points in their last five games. A yeah. loss to Minnesota, a one nil against Austin, where Rui Diaz hits a just an incredible goal. Yeah. So really, you know, that's just barely a win because Seattle didn't really have anything else besides that. The 3-1 loss to KC, a 1-0 to San Jose, and then a 1-1 against Dallas. They're vulnerable. Yeah, definitely. This is the most vulnerable that this team has been all season, for sure. They've had zero losses, and in their last five, they've had three. Yeah. So, and a draw. In their last five, they've won one game mm-hmm. after not losing a game all season. Yeah. So this is the time to go in and beat this team. Rattle them a little bit. Uh, I think if they come into Providence Park and lose too, that's huge for us and very bad for them. 
Yes. In terms of like morale going forward, because um, then we get to go up to Seattle too, and I always like our odds in Seattle. I don't know. It's all. It always seems to go our way sometimes in Seattle. So I and I mean also you got to point out they got T Grays on Tuesday, and I would expect that they're going to play a good team. Yeah, because they also have a what a four day break until us, so they don't need to exactly worry about rotation a little bit though i mean it depends you know you're always going to get a tougher game against a mexican side like that yeah because you know it's always going to be a lot like high tempo high pressure stuff like that Mm -hmm. um so more tired legs than if they had a regular mls match on tuesday uh but i mean yeah not too much to worry about they probably won't play like ladera won't play in that game something like that Mm -hmm. um and then other people get like 60 minutes and yeah whatnot but i mean the time is now to beat them. For yeah. sure. Yeah. I, Get yeah. this good run of form that, to continue. That could be a, a point in the season where you look at it, and if we win this game, it's like, yeah, that is what is propelling us forward. Yeah. You know? This could be a turning point for us. However, uh, if we get smacked, yeah, <laughs> then we're back into our wishy-washy win-loss, win-loss, draw, win-loss, win-loss ways. Yeah, that w- if we get beat at all, well... Yeah, if this is a loss, it's bad, I think, no matter what. But I think just because it's Seattle at home, it's tough to take a loss in that situation. Yeah. I um, mean, the reason we lost last time was because Valeri missed not one, but two penalties. <laughs> well, yeah. That won't happen again. That We've got penalty that master, Dairon Espria. Yeah, and I think the way that we're playing right now, too, with the, I mean, I just saw a lot more, like, fluidity in the attack. The Some more buildup is starting to... You know, it's starting to look a little bit better. Yeah. I um, will say one thing that quite annoyed me about the Timbers strategy was just Ivicic never once tried to play it short off of a goal kick or when the ball came to him. Yeah. Even if he had like Bravo or Van Rankin open wide, he'd just wait a couple minutes, he'd wait a couple seconds, put the ball down, and then he'd wait for the guy to close in on him, then he'd just boot along. And then we'd lose the ball and they'd possess. Which I think that's a little bit down to he's not as good on the ball as somebody like Clark. Like, he's not going to trust himself as much to play mm-hmm. that pass. Um, but, I mean, there were times still, they were wide open, and you could throw yeah. it to them. Yeah, yeah. You know? There was a couple times, too. Blanco was demanding the ball in the middle of the park yeah, a couple times when Ivicic yeah. had it, and Ivicic just was like, no, And, like, no way. was breaking down the line. He was wide open a couple times, and he could have played it, I thought. But, I, yeah, I, that's not a huge issue, though, compared to some of the other issues we've been having, like set pieces and stuff yeah. like that. So... I mean, yeah, obviously it helps to possess and play to the back like that, though. Which probably is a, a reason, at least, why we had a lot less possession in that game. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, you got to win those in the air. You get the win, you get the win. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, obviously we're going to take that win. But, yeah. I, and that was a big game, too. I mean, that's a six-point swing for us because we jumped. Yeah, we jumped. Jose, we jumped uh, not only that, we jumped LAFC as well, yeah. just due to having more wins than them. So, Again, uh, even though this benefits us, that's such a stupid yeah, thing. Yeah, and that's also another reason for us to root for Bobasi tonight, San Jose. Yes. <laughs> Take on Bobasi. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, now we're three points behind Minnesota, and you know we can slowly start the climb. This will put us, what I think, yeah. If we win against Seattle, this will put us seven points behind them with the game in hand. Yeah. And just approaching on the other people in the conference while also separating us from. Salt Lake and Dallas. And I mean, there's plenty of time in the season too. I mean, it's yeah, still, that was the halfway point. Yeah, so there's, so there's plenty of time. 
Again, at the half, if you had told me at the halfway point we'd be six at the start of the season, I'd be like, wait, what? Yeah, but if no. you had told me everything that had happened, I would have been like, oh, okay. If you had told me a couple of the results we had, I would have been like, that's, you know, that's not good. Yeah. But yeah, overall, a six, six with like some space, you know, that's fine. Yeah. And I think it's only going to get better now. We've been saying it for so long now. But now we're actually starting to see the guys come back. Yeah. And we're actually starting to see that it's like better when they're back. So I, it, it's, I'm optimistic. I think the LA game was the low of the season and now we're going up and hopefully we can hit a high if we beat Seattle. Yeah. So that would be a huge, basically week swing, mm-hmm. two week swing from LA rebound, come home, get that six point swing against Salt Lake, go beat Seattle. That would be huge. And I think we can. Yeah. Cause the last time they played Seattle is when it was still like limited seating, 25% capacity. This place is going to be rocking. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Uh, you know it's going to be loud in there. I mean, yeah, you got, uh, let's see, who's Seattle? I think uh, Seattle, I mean, already, you know, the Army doesn't like anybody in Seattle anyways. But, I mean, you got Freddie Montero playing. Nobody likes Freddie Montero. Rui Diaz will get booed anyway. I mean, uh, Will Bruin. No, I mean, nobody likes Seattle. Let's just, I mean, no, come on. Nobody, nobody likes, likes Seattle. Nobody likes Seattle. So, yeah, they're going to come in, we're going to gut the fish, and we're going to get three points. Yep. So, that is what's going to happen on Sunday. And Seattle's going to go home and be sad, and then we're going to go up to Seattle, and we're going to beat them again. So, that's just how it happens. Yeah, that's just what has to happen. So, sorry, but it's time. Uh, so, I guess, let's go through some lineups. Lineups. Eva Chichingol, Ben Rankin. I think you go Zupark and Tuilama. Yeah. With yeah. Bravo. And then I think in the midfield, you have Diego Chara. You go... Hopefully Williamson. Williamson. So, is it back to the 4-2-3-1? I would say so. With Blanco well, in at the 10. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That would be... And the then Espria, Jimmy Chara out wide with more up top. Oh, yeah. That'd be a lovely nice lineup. lineup. Oh, boy. Seattle better be worried. That's delicious. That oh, that's yeah. delicious. That's easily the best lineup we've had all season. If yeah. Bl- I mean, just Blanco in there in general is like... the You know that our attack is going to be so mm-hmm. much better. And then if Blanco isn't ready to start, we could go to the 4-3-3 of um, Diego Chara, uh, Fochive, and Williamson in the middle. Yeah. And then... Jimmy Chara more and Esprit up yeah. top and then have Blanco be another halftime sub. But I don't see a way that Blanco is only just a halftime sub if he was just a halftime sub. I think he's going to be ready to get at least 60. I That would be my prediction. And I, th- I actually do agree. Um, I think Pochive would be over Fridays if yeah. it comes out of that because I think Pochive has been better. Uh, I think, yeah, you can actually see from Pochive he's matured since he left and came back. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Um but yeah, I think yeah. So Lurie is out basically from this game. Yeah, that's basically the only change in for Blanco. Maybe we see Niscota on the bench. I hope. Yeah, I hope Niscota on the bench and also Moreno possibly, but I'm gonna say that's doubtful. Yeah. Probably doubtful on both of them, honestly. But I'd rather see Niscota than Moreno. I don't even know about doubtful on Niscota. I think I mean, that's probably likely. Yeah, it, it, he's. You don't have to, Gio. You don't have to play him. To yeah, show no, us yeah. that, like, you know, Because if he's on he's the bench, there. he can go into the game for, like, five minutes. Yeah. Like, throw him in an extra time, or at a time, just to, you know, get him a few minutes on the field. That's a good time to bring him in, too, I feel like. Yeah. Well, ah, it's risky against Seattle, actually. Yeah. Because you know it's going to be chippy, especially in the last couple minutes of the game, assuming it's not going to be a blowout. you got a one-goal game with, like, five, ten minutes left. Bringing him in, there's a pretty decent chance he's going to have a 
crunchy tackle on him in the yeah. middle of the field. So, yeah, you never know in that situation. So, uh, you can't really plan around that either, though. It's no. It's tough to go into a game and say, oh, yeah, you're probably going to get a tough tackle on him. So... <laughs> Miss Cody, you're yeah. probably going to get killed out there. Yeah. But, but you don't get, get hurt minutes. again. Don't get hurt again, please, yeah. though. No regressions, but, like, yeah. It just has to, um, just has to happen. Oh, also, kind of on that note, with Blanco, uh, I was worried when he got hit in the head. Oh, like, yeah. Salt Lake. Yeah. Yeah, when that dude was just, like, just slammed into him. He went elbow, or, uh, yeah, yeah Chang just slammed yeah. into him, bro. Luckily, I was like, no. Was okay. And then, but, yeah, Blanco popped right up. And then... I, at first, I just totally escaped me. I saw McGraw coming in. I thought McGraw was coming in as a concussion sub, but then I remembered that Blanco came in at halftime, so it wasn't a yeah, yeah. it wasn't a sub window. And then I was still like, wait, why is McGraw coming in? And then he didn't come in for a center back, and then I was like, wait, what's happening? Are we actually going four center backs at the back? And we did. Yeah, we kind of did. We kind of did. I mean, that was, that was some of the most narrow defending I think I've seen. Yeah. Like, it, every single one of the 11 was, like vertically within the 18-yard box. Yeah. Like if you extend the lines all the way down to the other side, they were within that. <laughs> like, and literally just sitting in there, hoping, like, if any ball comes in the air, they're going to win the header and just clear it. I mean, Bill had an excellent bike clearance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then when the ball fell at the end of Krylak, no. I was... I, you could hear a pin drop in the arena, yeah, except was, for Timber's Army. Timber's Army was still loud, but everyone else yeah, was just like, it was, it was oh, no. Scary. Yeah. And then fires it low left. I probably should have been in. Ivicic yeah, makes another no, honestly, incredible yeah. save. Did you hear what he said afterwards? Ivicic? Yeah. No. He said he did it once. I wasn't going to let him do it again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good. I was like, yeah, yes, yeah. sir. <laughs> I like this guy. And I mean, honestly, every time that, like, when Rusnak was on the ball, he that was scary, too, at the end. Because he was the one that scored the first goal. Yeah. Which, honestly, should not have happened in the first place. Um, but, I mean, he was their most dangerous player by far, I think. And every time he had the ball in the box at the end of the game, was like, oh, boy. You yeah. know he's gonna he tried to get a shot off. Uh but good defending. So yeah. Um Francisco. It was it was a good game. Yeah. I think we can yeah. just say that. <laughs> but uh really quickly we should point out Williamson gets the start in the gold cup yes, final. I you. love you, Greg. Yes, Greg. Greg thank you. Thank you. He yeah. plays he plays so good. Yes. The, the start of the second Almost half. He does a beautiful <laughs> turn, beautiful move to a beautiful ball that just so close to being like what should have been a goal but oh man what a game for, for him. now greg we can cancel the boxing match yeah for now for now thank you for jason that. christ is still yeah yeah christ yeah call up christ though. yeah yeah uh yeah, christ but... you get to choose it's it's me or tyler you get to you get yeah, to yeah, fight yeah, one yeah. of us i mean you can take both of us if you want but <laughs> you could try yeah we'll be we'll be waiting for the call uh but yeah you're you're good greg you're good uh I mean, that's such a big game for Williamson. That was huge. To have not played since the second game. I don't. Or third game. I don't no, understand second. the strategy. And then, Greg, yeah. Honestly, and but... then he comes in in the 60,000 fan stadium where it's more Mexican fans than U.S. <laughs> yeah, fans, yeah. which is insane. My dad goes, I thought this was in, like, the U.S. And I was like, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, it yeah. is. There was just more Mexico fans there. Yeah, but, I mean, it's like, a, it's like a rowdy environment. And Williamson, again, just showed why he's good is because he does not care yeah. he will he, he will matter. try anything yeah so and then he he got cleated in the head yeah that, which, one was uh, scary. that should have been a red card if he had a concussion that would have been really bad uh there was a couple times i got in the head actually in the game because yeah. in the first half he went down and he almost had to come out for a concussion mm -hmm. and then that they were really going after our boy yeah yeah for real well he's back so <laughs> yeah well well, I guess might have COVID. Now, yeah, now he's he, out again. But he, he, might, he might got the vid. He so. was back for half of one game, and now he's back 
That's also crazy. He was just like, just came in for a half, you know, yeah. just chilling. Yeah. But, uh, he was like, oh, he was like, yeah, I'm going to play on Wednesday. Yeah. And I'm like, yay. Good. I have no doubt he would have started this game had oh, he not been in 100%. COVID protocols. Yeah, no, 100% he would have started this game. Would have been in for Paredes, probably. Yeah, for sure. And that would have only helped. So, uh, yeah, so I guess congrats, Williamson. Yeah. Uh, great game for the Timbers. And uh, let's go predictions for Seattle. Yeah, um, I, I honestly don't know. I, I feel like with the team right now that we have and the team that they have, they're coming into Providence Park. I it's gonna be a win for the Timbers in my prediction. Four nil. Oh yeah, four nil. Yeah. Batter uh, them. Did you watch the game a couple years ago where it was four nil at half and then the Sounders came back and it was four four? I did, I did yeah, not. It was in Providence Park. Yeah. Oh, that was, that's that was bad. Really fun to watch. Yeah. Dempsey got the fourth, I think. That is bad. The army. Yeah, oh, that was tough. But, uh, yeah, no, I do not expect a game like that. Um, I would, it's going to be like a 2-1, one, one nothing kind of game, would be my prediction. Yeah, I think it'll be the same exact score as the last game, which was 2-1, just Timbers win this I time. I think it's the Timbers, yeah. I called 2-1 Seattle last time. I'm calling 2-1 Timbers this time. Mm-hmm. It's going to be right. Uh, the Timbers are 2-0 when me and my dad attend a game, and we're going to be at the so, Seattle game on I mean, Sunday. Yeah. So we're about to be 3-0. and uh, This dude won't be here. Sadly, I'm missing Thank you for one. the tickets, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I hate missing Seattle games, but uh, yeah, you're welcome for that one. That's, that's going to be a good one. That was a clutch. I don't have to spend yeah. a stupid amount of yeah, money on it's, tickets they're now. they're a lot more expensive for this one, for sure. Uh, yeah, it's double the price. The, ticket, the tickets yeah. for Salt Lake are they're half of the price of what Seattle are for the same exact spot. I mean, which you gotta is think they're, they're going to have the Seattle fans up in the corner, though, so that takes up tickets. Well, yeah, but, but, I mean, that's I mean, just up in the still, corner. Yeah. Which I'm also excited to see that fan section because LAFC had a strong fan section because of oh, Carlos Baylor and Mexican a, fans. Have you ever seen Seattle fans in Promise Park? I, I, I probably have one time, but I just completely forgot. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's, good. it's a completely different atmosphere. Than, yeah, uh, and then even Salt Lake had a surprising amount of fans. Yeah, but they were, like, they were in the, they were, they were in the, there, though. They were in the first section, like, in the lower section, as yeah. well as in the upper section. And, yeah, they were weird. Yeah, they weren't, like, chanting. They were just sitting there. Every, like, <laughs> there was, it was, like, uh, I think it was, like, later in the game. There's just, like, these shrill voices. They were, like... Yeah, and I was like, yeah, yeah no. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, and they, it has to have been like the guy's family just like sitting up in the corner. Yeah. The from and then I saw like someone's shirt and it said like something Ruby something camp. And I thought this person was wearing a Ricky Rubio camp shirt. Oh, yeah. But no, it's it's it was a Ruben like soccer camp shirt, you know. Is he from... Oh, he said... He said oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, Rubio. okay. It's because he's from... So, he's yeah. from Beaverton. So, he he's definitely Beaverton. got family here. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's cool, yeah. actually. That's pretty cool. And uh, he hasn't... Everyone there was just, like... This is his first year, I think, Ruben playing. Fans. So, that's cool that he got to come to Portland. And yeah. his family and stuff got to watch him play. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, this Fair was enough. his first season in Salt... In, yeah. in America. So, or he played for the San Diego Loyal, but... That makes know, a little bit more yeah. sense, then. That, like, they, it wasn't, like, their actual supporter section. Like, they were going to go chant. They were just there to, like... Support. That's, cool. that's, that a, that's a lot cool. of supporters that he had. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's cool for him. That is actually. Uh, they cool. lost. So. L. <laughs> yeah. L. Yeah. Mid performance, honestly. <laughs> L. <laughs> yeah. Timbers uh, did a better performance. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, I probably wish he'd play for the Timbers. <laughs> he probably probably does. We don't. We just yeah. got rid of a striker. We don't need yeah, another one. Yeah, we wish he'd play for us too. So do we. So. 
Uh, that's the only question is we really couldn't have gotten more money for Boba C. I feel like we could have. We definitely could have. He was going to go to Europe for like five, ten million if he went to a good team. Yeah. I mean. That's a shame. Yeah. But, so, uh, like, let's, yeah, like the let's go Oscars. watch a Boba C slaughter LAFC. I hope so. That would be fantastic. I really hope he does. That would be so good. So if, we'll be I mean, watching tonight. If a Boba C, like, here's the only thing. If a Boba C scores and, like, scores a couple goals, everyone's going to be like, ooh, why'd the Timbers get rid of him? He's so good. Yeah, like, it needed to happen, bro. Yeah, there's I, a saw, I saw someone <laughs> in the Timbers comment section, I'm going to rant about this for a second, who said, I hope you guys lose tonight just so the front office, like, finally, like, sees, like, what they're doing. Are you kidding me? Finally sees, too? Like, like, are you kidding? Why would you root against the Timbers? It's Rose City till I die, not Rose City yeah, till the front I, office makes a bad decision about one player we all like that was actually, like, somewhat good business when you get past the fact that he was a really nice person, so I'm going to root for them to lose. Yeah, but and let's be real. Like, and then, this dude was in the comment section on every goal going, let's go Timbers! Yeah, exactly, and I was like, bro, exactly. why do you switch up? Like, let's Keep be the real. same energy. This is, like, the supporters here are just, like, different. It's a different market here than any other market. They're so that, it's like, the same with the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah. Is it so reactive? And, and, it, and it's also, it's a loyal fan base too. And like, I, I think that's also one of the reasons is they're so loyal Yeah. that like, they I just mean, want everything to be perfect. And they're also trying to hold on to like 2015. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Cause but, like, cause I, I guess with some franchises, like they don't know what it's like that to like win and they don't know like what the atmosphere is supposed to be like and whatnot. Yeah, so yeah. Timbers fans are wanting it to feel like 2015 again, which it kind of does because the Timbers have no all-stars. And the last time the Timbers had yeah. no all-stars was 2015. Well, I think not looking like a good team. We're going to win the MLS on, cup. I don't, I don't care. I don't <laughs> yeah. care what you say. We're winning but the like, MLS cup. This is a market where like, it's cool because it allows guys like that to become a part of the community. And yeah. like, what was he had an actual impact on the community in Portland? And, and like, he came out and of, helped in volunteer yeah. events and whatnot. And, like, there's a lot of places where that just isn't going to happen. Yeah. So, I think it, that's why, also, people just get more connected to the players and mm -hmm. stuff. But, I, overall, if it happens on another team, it's like, yes, he's, it's more of a, he's a good player, why would you get rid of him? But here, it's like, oh, he's a good player and a good guy who had a good impact in our team and our community, mm -hmm. and we're getting rid of him. But, for the front office, that's not what they're looking at. So, you can't. Yeah, it's I mean, the front situation. office probably even sees that. I mean, that was probably a really hard decision for Oh, them. definitely, yeah. But you have to think about, he's one of our most valuable assets. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you need a little bit of money. Yeah, COVID you have happens. guys to come in and play for him. So. Yeah. Yeah. And that's also the other thing. If we'd gotten rid of, like I said, someone like Williamson had been like, wait, what? Now we don't have, like, a young, like, bludgeoning, like, that's top of, yeah. like, starting that's center defensive that's mid. Different. We're getting rid of our starter, like, our, our guy. He's one of the best players. Yeah. I mean, not that Bobas, he wasn't, but it's a different situation. Uh, but, yeah, he'll be missed, but you got it. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do, and he will be welcome. I mean, it'll be very loud when he comes oh, back. I mean, for, it already is for loud sure. for when, like, Valentin comes back. All these different guys are coming But, back, I mean, yeah. when a Bobas, he comes back, it'll be loud as if he was still with us. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, all right. Well, uh, so what do we got? 2-1? 2-1, yeah. 2-1. Yeah, all right. So, uh, we'll be you, back. Call the goals. Call the goals. Oh, call the goals. Mm. Uh, I think Rudy Diaz gets the one for Seattle. That's yeah. That's a given. Uh, I would say it would be so good if Blanco gets a goal. Uh -huh. <laughs> that would be so good. I'm thinking Mora and Chara. I think Mora gets one, too. Yeah. yeah. It's say. just, I, I, the only thing is, like, you know, how many games realistically can he score in a row in? 
but yeah. also like well, I mean, how many he's just get... getting so many good opportunities that he has to like even in the game against San Jose, like the ball just fell to his feet randomly and he yeah. tapped it in. Like that's just he just right that's just being caught. Yeah, yeah. You know? Uh I mean how many goals did Valeri have in a row last season? It was like was it, or was it last season or two seasons no, ago? No, it was definitely two seasons two ago. Two seasons ago. He had the record though. It was like nine, I wanna say, or ten games in a row. I'll look that up so, to end off this episode. Yeah. It'll it'll you'll you'll find it pretty easily. I mean. Uh I actually it might have gotten passed by somebody either last season or season before. He had a lot of games in a row though. Not as many as Jamie Vardy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me see. What's okay? What season are we thinking? Eighteen, nineteen season. That would be what I would guess. Let us see. No. Twenty seventeen, actually, I think. Okay, seventeen, eighteen season. Actually, I think I might have it right here. No. No, just kidding. Sixteen, seventeen <laughs> season. <laughs> yeah, that must be what it was. Tyler, Jeez, your knowledge this is. is uh... Okay, yeah, it no. was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games in a row. Was it for that long ago? That's crazy. Yeah. But yeah. So. And uh, Timbers only lost two games in that stretch and only drew two. So they Actually, also yeah, had I that was a crazy stretch, five yeah. wins, two draws, and two losses. That was like one of the best stretches in the, the franchise history, I think. Yeah, that is, wow, that is. For sure. I mean, he scored a lot of goals this season. Yeah, he had well, 20 was, goals oh no. in the MLS. 16-17, so was that the... No, 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 that was not. When was Gio here? 18-19? Yeah. So the next year was... Or 17-18, I think. Okay, so ne- yeah, so the year after that was when we went back to the Cup. Yes, yes it was. Huh? Yeah. Maybe, uh, then maybe maybe someone else will start that streak. That maybe Mora, nice. Mora can continue his streak. We will take it if Mora can score nine consecutive. Yes. Yeah, not that I'm going to say that it's going to happen, but we'll take it. I'm going to say it. Oh, you're going to say it's it. It's going to happen. That's how we're going to end this episode. Mora is going to score uh, 10, tw- ten. 10 straight games. 10 straight games. 10 what? straight games, and uh, yeah. What does that put us into, like, almost October? Yeah, I think so. So Mora will be still scoring a goal every game in October is what Jeremy is saying right now. When Inter-Miami comes to town <laughs> on October 3rd, Mora will not only score in that game, but will have scored in every single game prior. So that will be the MLS record game for Felipe Mora if he can score. <laughs> okay. And, and then, then in that game, he will score a perfect hat trick. You know, we're gonna remember that. We're gonna mark that. Can down. we not? Can we yes, not mark no, no, that? No, no, I'm gonna make sure when we when we do an episode on that Miami game in October, I'm gonna make sure that we bring that up and see if. Uh, can we not? No, we're going to. I'm okay. gonna make sure. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I, I no. I'm so confident it's gonna come true. I just don't want you to feel embarrassed. Oh, okay. Cause I'm gonna be embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll be Because you're going to be the one with the wrong. You're going to, you're doubting Felipe Mora right now. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. My bad. Don't ever doubt. Okay. Felipe Mora. It's happening. Okay. Or wait, wait, okay. Let's put, if we're, we're going to, we're going to make this real. So are you going to say that that counts for if he misses a game? No, that doesn't count. If he doesn't play in a game, it doesn't count. Yeah. Okay. So it won't technically be 10 in a row, most likely, is what we're going to say. Why would he miss a game? Could be injured or something. Okay. For an injury or international, not international probably, but there's a chance. Yeah, who knows? So, if he misses a game, it's not going to count. Yeah, Every yeah. game that he plays in. Ten straight games that he plays in. Or if he doesn't, like, start in a game and he doesn't play, something like that. If he gets, like, ten minutes in a game, you know, that doesn't really count. I okay, think. so he's like, going to get significant minutes. Like, in it, like if, it, if, it, if he, it comes down to it and he scored in, like, ten out of eleven games, but that one game was one where he got, like, ten, fifteen minutes in, 
That's like kind of counting it, you know? Okay. Because like... So let's just say every game that he starts. Yeah, his next 10 starts. Okay. Get a goal. Okay. Yeah. By the Miami game. I'm going to say you're way off, but And right. then, <laughs> and then only then after the game, Iguain will come out and say Mora is the best striker he's ever played against. Wow. The best player he's ever played on the field, like ever been on the <laughs> field with. Mora. Ever been on the field yeah. with. Yeah, he's played with Lionel Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo, you know. Messi, come to Portland. Yeah, yeah, honestly. We, I mean, we heard, we, you, we heard you need a club. We have, like, we have money now. Yeah. Oh, we got 1.8 million. Do you want one, do you want $1 million? Yeah, just for you, Messi. Just for you. Oh, no, we can sign him on free. Yeah, but, like... He yeah. needs money, but, like, we'll sign him on free. Yeah, you can get you can get paid $1 million right hey, there, and then we won't pay... We, would, I don't know if we have the money to pay He was willing to take a 50% cut at Barcelona. He can come. We'll give him uh, 10% of what he had at Barcelona. I think we'll give him 50 bucks. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. That's maybe really, how much really we have money for. I, mean, yeah. I am pretty sure the Timbers Army could whip up, like, some money. And, yeah, uh, yeah. What if we... What if we just sold, like, everyone? You know, just to get met. we'd become Miami. We yeah, but Messi's lose. messy, and they're not Igua, and it's not Iguain or Messi. Uh, it's true. messy. I think I'm good though. Okay. Because uh, then we become one of those teams. You know. That's true. We don't want to be known as one of those teams. Yeah, we don't have any old retired guys, so. I'm well, good. Messi's different. He came in and he got messy with everybody that we got now, but we're not. That's not happening. So. We don't need Messi. We have Mora. Exactly. Yes. Mora is better than Messi. <laughs> that's a, that's how we're ending it. Mora yes. is better than Messi. Goodbye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Follow our Twitter and Instagram. We will have commentary during games and posts when we release new episodes. Also, if you have any soccer-related questions or comments about the episode, feel free to send them to either of our social medias. Our Twitter is at TimberspotPod, and our Instagram is TimbersFromTheSpot. Thank you guys for listening, and go Timbers!